I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. In South Africa, given the history there, it's not surprising that some people think you should turn to violence if peaceful actions fail. But others are questioning that line of thinking. All this year, the world's Anders Kelto is spending time at a public high school in Cape Town, South Africa. It's called the Center of Science and Technology, or COSAT. The school serves impoverished families in the township of Kayalicha. Anders recently dropped in on a class where students were having a debate about the role of violent protests in today's South Africa. Then he got caught up in a protest. The other day, a mob of angry protesters blocked my way. They'd tipped over portable toilets and set fire to a delivery truck. Their complaint? The government isn't providing enough public toilets in their area. These kinds of protests, where major roads are blocked and things are set alight, happen a lot in South Africa. But do they help? That's a question students at COSAT had recently discussed. On a Wednesday afternoon, Ms. Bequana, an English teacher, puts this statement up for debate. If the government won't listen to us, we have the right to express ourselves in whatever means at our disposal. That's the motion. A junior named Pamela says when peaceful actions fail, violence can be necessary. If the government can hear us when we are talking and making petitions, we need to make action. Action must be done. Her classmate, Nkonyisa, agrees. She says if it weren't for violent action, black South Africans might still be living under apartheid. If, like, we were not protesting for our rights, even today we would be still living in shacks and we wouldn't be having schools like these ones. But some other students don't see it that way. A boy named Sive says destroying property is never a right. And, he says, it's time for South Africa to move on. Just because your grandparents vandalized a rose because they wanted to be heard doesn't mean you also have to do that. There are alternatives that you can go to. His classmate, Nosipo, adds that destroying toilets and roads just hurts the people of Kailicha, and it forces the government to spend money on repairs rather than development. The money that is used for the things that you've vandalized would have been helpful to you to, buy, to build maybe like few houses. As the debate wraps up, I ask Ms. Bequana which side won. She says neither, but she adds, both sides understand the dilemma, and that's what counts. For the world, I'm Anders Kelto in Cape Town. You can follow Anders and his school year series from South Africa at theworld.org or on Twitter with the hashtag school year.